Thanks for checking into this edition of my question and answer series. I've got five more questions that came in. Thanks for sending in the questions. I really appreciate it. The first question that I'm going to answer today is what exactly does it take to become a pro angler or at least get a good start at it? So I think that the first thing we need to talk about, what's your definition of a pro angler? Is it somebody that's fishing tournaments for a living or is it just someone that has figured out a way to make money fishing for a living? Maybe that's not fishing tournaments. Maybe that's because they have a big Instagram or Facebook following or YouTube following and they're putting out content on a regular basis and they have sponsorships that are paying them to go fish and put out content. Either way, these people have to figure out how to catch fish. They have to figure out how to break down new bodies of water because nobody wants to see videos at the same lake every single day after day after day. Then there's a financial component that comes into play. Are you fishing from a boat? Who's paying for that boat? If you're paying for that boat, where's that money coming in from? You gotta buy tackle. Yeah, there's sponsorship money that can come in, but that only goes so far. Do you have a hook sponsorship, a plastics, a hard baits, swim baits that run the gamut of all the different tackle you need? Probably not. Once again, that's income that we have to figure out how to generate. And if we don't have a full-time job, where's that money coming from? Now there's travel expenses that you have to take into consideration. Traveling's not cheap. There's gas that comes into play. Hotels can range from very inexpensive to very expensive. Now gas is another factor. You have gas in a truck to tow your boat. You have gas in the boat to get you from one spot to another on the lake. How big is the lake that you're fishing? Because that's gonna mean you're gonna use more gas on a larger lake, less gas on a smaller lake. If you fish tournaments, there's gonna be entry fees that you have to pay. Who's paying those entry fees? Are you paying for it or do you have sponsorship money coming in that's paying for it? At the end of the day, whether you're fishing for a living, fishing tournaments, or putting out a lot of content, there's costs that come into play. Fishing professionally means you're making money from fishing. If you're not making money from fishing, you're not fishing professionally. Any profession out there generates income, and if you're not getting income from your fishing, then you're really not fishing professionally, in my opinion. The best way to get a start at that is to fish as much as you can. Gain experience, gain knowledge, gain time on the water. That's gonna build your foundation as a fisherman. So another question that came in was asking for tips for sight fishing shallow bass that aren't biting. I think the biggest key for these kinds of fish that aren't biting is to sneak up on them. You're gonna wanna not let them see you. You wanna be quiet. You wanna cast up ahead, bring that bait back very slowly and quietly. You wanna use small baits. Sometimes that's a finesse bait, sometimes that's a drop shot, but the main thing you wanna do is not let them see you, not let them know you're there, and don't spook these fish. Fish that you can see that are up in shallow water are gonna spook very easily. And I'm not talking about the fish that are on beds, I'm talking about fish that are just up shallow that you can see in clear water and you know they're there, and I think the main key here is cast up ahead of them. Don't cast right up on them. If you cast right up on them, you're gonna spook them and they're not probably not gonna eat. Yeah, some of those fish are gonna be able to catch, but I know that for myself, if I cast up ahead of those fish and bring the bait back slowly to them, I'm gonna have a lot better chance at catching those fish. So the next thing I'm gonna talk about is what's a good way to target bass that just won't bite and not use finesse techniques. I think one thing to remember 
is that finesse techniques are there specifically to target fish that don't want to eat. We need to be good at fishing these finesse techniques to be well-rounded fishermen. Now, a lot of people don't like to fish finesse techniques because it's not as fun, the weights are light, you fish it slow, it's light line, it's spinning rods, but we got to be good and we got to be well-rounded at all techniques. I know for a fact that I could be better at topwater fishing, I could be better at flipping and punching, and those are things that I need to get better at. Now, I think there are times where we're not going to want to fish finesse techniques, even if these fish aren't biting, because maybe they're you know, positioned up in thick grass where you, know, you can't really fish a drop shot effectively, or maybe they're you know, thick in, in reeds or tules and you can't fish a drop shot or you know, another finesse technique very effectively. Maybe that's when we have to just grind it out and flip through that grass or flip into those tules or try a different bait like a frog on top of the grass or a frog even in, that, in those tules and just grind it out. And maybe the fishing's just tough and maybe we're going to have a tough day because that's just you know, the way it is that day. But we got to grind it out. We got to persevere and take what we can get given the conditions that we're dealing with. One more thing that we really need to consider is, are you even around fish? Because maybe the fishing's not that tough, but you're just not on the fish. Maybe you're fishing shallow and those fish are deep and you should be throwing a Carolina rig off points, you know, on deep rock piles. But instead you want to fish a spinnerbait up shallow, but the fish just aren't shallow. So sometimes maybe the fishing's really good, you're just not on the fish. I think that's something that we really need to take into consideration. Am I doing what I need to do to catch the fish given the conditions that I'm dealing with right now because last week they may have been up on the bank but this week they're down deep so maybe we just need to shake it up and try to fish deep if we've been fishing shallow or vice versa. So the next question I'm going to answer is what's the best bait to use in very clear bodies of water? So the simple answer for me is there is no best bait. There's no best bait for clear water versus dirty water versus stained water, we have to fish the conditions. The fish in a certain lake might eat a spinnerbait really, really well, but if there's no wind, they're probably not gonna eat that spinnerbait very well. Just the same as they might eat a drop shot really good when the wind's calm. So we need to fish those conditions and clear water, once again, like the last question, is very condition dependent. If the water's very clear, we have to pay attention to what our conditions are. If it's not windy, we're probably gonna have to rely on some of those finesse techniques. If it's windy, if there's weather, if it's low light, then we can get away with some of those reaction baits that we all like to fish. I get a lot of questions from people about, when are you gonna come to this lake? When are you gonna come to that lake? I'd love to fish with you, but unfortunately the lake that you're talking about or where you live is really far from me. I'm in Southern California in San Diego, and you know I don't have the ability to travel across country. The tournaments that I fish are relatively close to me, you know, at least within 12 hours. I think Lake Shasta is about 12 hours away, and that's about as far as I've gone so far. I'd love to get out there. I'd love to travel the country and fish a lot of different bodies of water, but right now, it's just not feasible for me. I still have a full-time job. I still gotta provide for a family and pay the bills. I can't just go out and fish everywhere around the country, even though I'd love to. Thanks for being a part of this edition of my question and answer. I really hope you learned something and took something from all the different questions that I answered. I really appreciate you being a part of it. I really appreciate all the questions that came in. These questions came in specifically from Instagram. 
You can follow me on Instagram at Matt Luna Fishing. You can like my Facebook page at Matt Luna Fishing as well. So one last thing I want to make everybody aware of, I am trying to grow an email list. If you subscribe to my email list, you will get a free ebook automatically emailed to you. So go ahead, sign up. There will be a link to sign up to my email list in the description of this podcast. Go sign up.